Well, Canadians are very concerned about public safety. Of course we are. I mean, we're concerned about violent crime in our communities. We're concerned about repeat public offenders, violent gun crime. And these are things that we have seen a lot of increases of in the last five years. It's also the big reason why Premier David Eby has been pushing so hard for things like bail reform. Now, we thought he was going to get help from Ottawa on that, but legislation didn't make it through the last session. There is a new justice minister, but that doesn't necessarily mean these issues are now going to be a priority. So there's a lot of concern about that. Now, if you ask the opposition, they say there are plenty of things that could be done, and they are making some promises on that front. Rob Moore is a Conservative MP and Shadow Minister for Justice and Attorney General of Canada and joins us now. Thank you for being here. Good morning. Thank you. Now, BC obviously has a number of issues that BC would like to see tackled here, but what do you think isn't working and needs to be fixed? Well, you know, the the entire approach that this current government has taken, this Liberal government in Ottawa, over the last eight years has resulted in some of the numbers we just saw released last week. Uh, Over 100% increase in gang-related violence, uh, violent crime up 39%. In Vancouver, uh, homicides up 55%. This is all just in the last eight years, so a dramatic increase in violent crime. And what we've been saying is that we have to deal with repeat violent offenders, particularly around gang violence. Unfortunately, the government has moved in the exact wrong, exact wrong direction. They've introduced a number of pieces of legislation and passed them that have created a catch and release system. And we're hearing this right from, um, you know, British Columbia, right across the country to the Atlantic provinces. There's Examples, after example, in a big rural community of repeat violent offenders that should be behind bars that instead are released into the community. And, you know, we did a study on bail reform at our Justice Committee in Ottawa. And what we heard from police and from communities is that it's, it's not a huge number of Canadians committing these crimes. It's a small number of repeat offenders that are doing a tremendous amount of damage. And this was a very deliberate step that has been taken by this government over the last eight years to um, increase the number of offenders that should be behind bars that are out on the streets. Okay, so then what can be done to fix that law or tweak that to improve that situation, in your opinion? Well, there's a couple of things. One is is Bill C-5 that was passed by this Liberal government, which essentially, for serious gun crimes, it used to be there was mandatory jail time. That would take a serious uh, gun criminal off the streets, and it certainly sends a message that as a society, we don't want repeat violent gun criminals out on our streets. Instead, uh, they've re- they, with Bill C-5, they have done away with all mandatory jail time for gun crimes. And then with their other bill, Bill C-75, that is what created a catch-and-release bail system, which judges tell us um, they feel their hands are tied that they have an obligation to, re- to, in almost all cases, release offenders back onto the street, even if they've committed a serious offense. So those problematic provisions in those two bills have to be repealed, and conservatives would do that. We need to make sure that if someone is a, is a criminal that uses a gun and they're a repeat offender, that they get the appropriate uh, jail time that they should get and that they're taken off the streets. And it's you know, we've said it's jail, not bail for repeat violent gun criminals. And that's exactly what's happening right now. We heard stats from uh, some of the urban centers where individuals who 
were out on bail for a gun crime, were arrested and put before a judge for another gun crime and then received bail again. That was the testimony we heard from chiefs of police at our justice committee. No, and in in our country, if we want you go ahead. I was going to say we've certainly heard that here in BC. I mean, we've been talking a lot about that. But here's what I wonder about that: Do we need to be more specific with sentencing guidelines, or do we need to provide more leeway to judges? Uh, because, as you said, judges say their hands are tied; they have to follow the guidelines. We've heard that as well. So, which one of those is it? Is it we need to be more specific and say this is mandatory, or do we? need to give the judge the ability to impose harsher sentences? Well, it's both, Simi, and both of those have, we've moved in the wrong direction. As I mentioned, under Bill C-5, the Liberals repealed all mandatory jail time for serious gun offenses. So that was a guideline from Parliament that says if someone commits robbery with a firearm, if someone uses a firearm for extortion or in drive-by shootings, we, as, as parliamentarians representing Canadians, we feel that that deserves jail time. The Liberals um, tore that up and they say, no, no mandatory jail time for robbery with a firearm or those other offenses. So we need to be more prescriptive, as you've said, and, and as, as parliamentarians, as a government, say, uh, yes, in these cases, there needs to be jail time. But also, on the bail reform, they've, they've instructed judges to use the least restrictive measures, a principle of restraint, it's called, which judges have interpreted to say, um, look, if someone comes before me, it's going to be very difficult for uh, that person to be held in custody. And in almost all cases, they're going to receive bail, including for repeat gun crimes. So we need to amend that legislation as well. So uh, conservatives have said, like, this is legislation that we brought in when we were in government. We brought in some of these mandatory jail sentences for serious gun crimes, they've been constitutionally upheld um, by our Supreme Court, and uh, the Liberals struck them down over the last eight years, and the results are in. You know, it'd be one thing if, if the Liberals could point to some statistic that suggests that what they're doing is working, that catch and release works, that allowing repeat violent gun offenders to be out on the street works. But StatsCan tells us violent gang crime is up 108 percent violent homicides gang-related homicides 108 percent violent crime is up 39 percent in just eight years there's really no way to account for that other than this seismic shift in policy brought in by the liberals that is introduced catch and release into our justice system so would you like to see this addressed? I know we were waiting for this legislation in June. It didn't happen. We're hoping, I know that Premier David Eby is that it will be tabled again in the fall. Uh, is that something that you would like to see addressed? Absolutely. We need to see um, from, from the government of Canada, which is responsible for the criminal code, we need to see a number of measures that I just mentioned. Real bail reform that says that if you're a repeat violent offender that's a danger to uh, Canadians, a danger to ke- your community, that in those individuals are held in custody and not released onto the streets only to reoffend. That's what we're finding. The, the, the stats bear that out. This is not a huge number of Canadians committing these crimes. It's a small number of Canadians that should be in custody that are out on the streets. So, yes, in the fall, we need to see 
significant bail reform. We also need to see reform to our criminal code that that says that repeat violent gun criminals are held behind bars. Is there a way, do you think, to target that legislation to make sure you're getting those repeat offenders and not casting a wider net? Absolutely. And that, that's exactly what the legislation that Conservatives have put in has done. It's targeted. It doesn't cast a wide net. It's targeted at repeat gun criminals. And that's, you know, that's the type of legislation that we brought in. It's targeted at, you know, the, the bail provision should be targeted for those that, that are a threat to their community. We're not doing anyone a favor. You know, Canadians at large, the community these offenders are being allowed uh, back into, or the offender themselves, if someone has not been rehabilitated, has not served an appropriate sentence, has not been given the opportunity uh, to, to make amends for the crimes that they've committed, and then we're saying, you know what, you've committed, uh, you've been charged with ser- another serious firearms offense, drive-by shooting, robbery with a firearm, not only are you not going to get any jail time, you're not even going to be held in custody during your uh, b- before your trial. You're going to be out on the street. And what what's happening is those very individuals, those higher risk offenders, they're doing exactly what Canadians would expect, exactly what conservatives said would happen. They're reoffending while they're out on the street. And the numbers from Statistics Canada, which of course is nonpartisan, the raw numbers coming in say, yeah, gang violence is up over a hundred percent. Violent crime is up. 39%. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's urban or rural as well. This is happening across the board, across our country. It's happening in Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, but it's also happening in our smaller communities. And it's a, it's a small number of offenders that if we had a true justice system, they would be held in custody. But instead, we're allowing them to re-victimize Canadians. That has to stop. There's legislative tools to make that happen. We just have to have a government that, that will do it. And having a minister of justice newly appointed that thinks that this, this increase in crime is all in Canadians' heads is really problematic. Uh, Mr. Moore, thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot. It was good talking to you.